Good morning. Welcome back to the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I want to kick this off by apologizing because at, while I'm recording this, we are actively getting a new roof. Could I wait a day? Yes. But am, am, I, am I obsessed with being on time? Also, yes. Uh, I feel like I'm in this thing where I'm actually recording the podcast on Monday and then just immediately sharing it with you guys. I like doing it on Sundays, but like yesterday, Cameron had a fever. It was just a whole thing. So anyway, I'm sorry that I didn't record it yesterday. I will not post this any later than Monday. So you're going to hear my roof be redone. And I apologize for that. Anyway, if you're new here and you're wondering what this podcast is all about, well, I'm Chelsea Pleasant. Back in 2017, I started live streaming workouts. Like when I say live streaming workouts, we're talking every day. Like the workout I do, I went live and I did it alongside my clients. And it was kind of a way for me to connect with the people that I had left. I used to live in Seattle and I moved away to Montana. And this allowed me to legitimately give them workouts that I would do myself and I think that would be amazing for them. It ended up being so successful that it turned into my full-time job. And it's so much fun. I work out alongside my clients every single day. I turned it into this all-inclusive membership website where I help with nutrition. We do not just the live workouts, but live chats. And then this podcast really allows me to dive deep in the girl talk because my clients are my workout buddies and we do girl talk, okay? And so I need to be able to do that without being so effing out of breath when I'm on the workouts, right? So... Without further ado, let's get into the girl talk, okay? Um, this weekend, oh my gosh, it's actually like on, last Wednesday, a miracle happened. My daughter took a bottle. Like she was, before my mom would like fight with her to get her like take an ounce. It was like so frustrating. But now she like legit finishes the bottle. It's an absolute miracle. So on Saturday... Kevin spent the night at grandma's house and dad gave Casey a bottle and put her to bed and I got to run around town and I went shopping. I went and got us new luggage, which we really needed because we're going to be going on a vacation soon to Cancun. Um, so which side note, I came home and Cameron was like, that's way too big. I'm like, that was the point. We were getting bigger luggage for you. You have a carry on and you need a checked bag. Like you're welcome. Like, it's not that big. It's like, it's like one, it's like we got two big suitcases so we can just shove everything in. If you have extra space, is that a problem? Like, I don't understand. Anyway, um, I also went swimsuit shopping and you guys, my literal nightmare happened. So on the last swimsuit, I actually liked the swimsuit and I wanted to purchase it, but I took it off and I realized, oh, I I started my cycle. We're talking, I'm over a week late for my cycle. Um, so I've, it, 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 it's like an any minute now kind of thing. It's like, oh, of course this would happen in this moment. Okay. And I'm sorry if this is like disgusting to you. And I, I really am. Cause I'm the girl that like, I don't need to hear, you know, oh, shark wheat cravings and stuff like that. I don't, I don't talk about that. Okay. But like in this moment, it was definitely the most humiliating moment of my life. Cause I was like, okay. I'm actually considering stealing this swimsuit so that I don't have to take it to the register. Like, I don't know what to do right now. Like, I'm going to buy this swimsuit. I can, like, this, okay, we've all been there. Like, we can get the this out of the swimsuit. It's not that big of a deal. We just need to get it home. But I'm like, oh, I do not want the cashier to, like, see it. So, anyway, I'm, I'm making this too big of a deal. But basically, I... 
I just like took it to the register and like just was like really weird about it and like folded it in the weirdest way and just like had so much anxiety. It was not that big of a deal. It really was not that big of a deal. But I I purchased the swimsuit and I'm also not pregnant. So thank the Lord. You know how some moms are like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe one more. Like they have that feeling. I don't. I feel very good and done with two. And if you're curious, I don't know if you care how old I am. I'm I'm 33. So to me, that feels like an age where it feels appropriate to be done or it feels appropriate to keep going. Anyway, with that being said, I am done. But okay, back to the swimsuit. So the swimsuit I bought was a one piece. And the whole time I'm in the changing room, I am trying on a variety of swimsuits, which I was also like trying to make the decision. I And maybe I'm the only one who thinks like this, but I do feel like there's some sort of commitment you have to make as a woman when you go into summer. So I live in a very hot, sunny place. Like I'm going to be in my swimsuit every day, all summer. Like I need to, I like to have a little bit of a variety, but similar style because I don't need to have seven different types of tan lines going on. So, but I'm, I'm outside a lot. Okay. I go to the beach. We have a little pool in our backyard. Like I, we are outside. It is so miserably hot. If you are not like in the water in your swimsuit, you don't want to be outside. You will be inside in the air conditioning. And it's like, that's also, there's something really depressing about being inside when it's sunny outside, isn't it? I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Okay. So anyway, I was making the decision, are we being a one-piece girl this summer or are we being a two-piece girl this summer? And it has been the hardest decision for me. I have short legs and a long torso, which I'm just going to say, not my favorite trait about myself. I, I think long legs look much nicer and are much more flattering in swimsuits all around. But I also feel that my stomach, because of the long torso nature, fared pretty well through pregnancies, but I'm just not quite at that point where I'm like, yeah, I feel hot in a two piece. And because of like the short legs, something about the high waisted one pieces just doesn't, mm, I don't know. I don't like it on me. So I've just really been struggling to find a two piece that I feel confident in. So I have made the commitment I'm going to be a one-piece girl this summer. That's just where I'm at. Now, also on that note, I feel that recently, gosh, we are getting into the girl talk. Are you Are you, you cool? I mean, you've turned it off by this point. I already talked about my cycle and everything else. And my husband's like, did I talk about my husband's potential vasectomy? I don't know. But I think I might have deleted that part. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, so the razor burn situation it's not even, it's like the bumps and stuff. Like it's like a thing. So I, that's why I bought an at home laser hair removal thing. I've been using it several weeks now. I feel like I'm noticing maybe a little improvement, but not much. So far, I'm going to say, save your money, literally save it and save up for getting legit laser hair removal, like at a laser hair removal place. Cause I'm not thinking this works very well. I will keep you posted. I'm just going to keep using it till I go to Cancun because this is ridiculous. It's like, it's ridiculous when you are like freshly shaven, trying to like look good. Look, And and it's like, why do I have like almost like a five? It's so gross, you guys. But like, it's just, it's not cute. It's not cute what is going on around my bikini line right now. Okay. So I'm going to figure out a solution. I will, I will wax myself if I have to. 
could I go and get it done? Yes. But I don't know. There's some, well, have you, oh my gosh, I have a funny story about like waxing myself back when I was young. I want to say in high school, I took it upon myself to wax myself and fun fact, it hurts very badly. Like I had never experienced that type of wax before because duh, I'm in high school. I don't even know like where I got the wax or anything. Like I I was definitely high school age and I was, I think I, I, yeah. So anyway, I applied the wax. Okay. I applied the wax and then I ripped off like part of one. And then I was like, oh no. Oh, oh, I, I do not have it in me to remove this, but I'm home alone with only my older brother. And I wrap myself up in a towel and I am crying and I go to my brother and I explain the situation. At this point, I have tried to rinse off the wax. I have tried so many things to get this wax off anyway, except for me ripping it off. Like at, at this point, I've, I've completely destroyed the integrity of the wax. Like this is going to hurt for nothing. Like it's probably not even going to rip out hair. It's just going to like rip off skin. It's been sitting on my skin for like 15 minutes. It's been like soaked in water and it is like not coming off my skin. I'm like, and it's like hard as a rock. You know how wax get, it, it gets like hard, right? So it is like hard as a rock on my skin. And I'm like, Oh good. Oh God. This is going to, it's going to be even worse now. Right. And so I explained to my brother what's going on. My brother, this is my brother who passed away, Kevin. Um, so he cannot share his side of this story. He, I covered up the things that are inappropriate. And my brother, he was so mad at me. He's like, I'm never, do not try to do this ever again. This is the, like, this is the weirdest thing a big brother has ever had as you for his little sister. He ripped it off for me and it hurt so bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyway. Wow, we went all over the place with that story. Let's get into something helpful, okay? So we've been talking about swimsuits. We've been talking about my vacation coming up. We've been talking about like get getting cleaned up, getting the grooming, right? I wanted to talk about how to enjoy summer while crushing your fitness goals, okay? That's kind of my theme for like the helpful portion of this podcast this week. And so I think the way everyone enjoys summer is different, but I, I think there's some common things that we all like to do. A good old-fashioned barbecue, right? Barbecues are always fun. Um, if, you, if you know someone with a boat or you have a boat, nothing better than a good boat day, lake day, that type of thing. We live in Wilmington, North Carolina. Most of you know that. And we are so lucky. We have the beach, and then we have the Intracoastal, and we have all these cool little islands. There's this place called Masonboro Island. The next time we have like a retreat here, I'm totally taking everyone to Masonboro. It's like a, I mean, there's a ton of little islands in the area, but you can just like take your boat over there and it's just like so much quieter. It's not like a crazy beach. I don't know. It's just, it's fun to go to a little island, you know, I like it. Anyway, <clears throat> There's a variety of activities. So how do you enjoy these activities while reaching your goals? So number one, let's not be crazy. Let's, you, don't need to be, you don't need to be obsessive. You don't need to not participate in things to continue reaching your goals, okay? But there are things that you don't necessarily need to indulge in to have a good time, okay? So number one, I'm just gonna say it. You know I'm gonna say it. You know, like you're thinking it and you're rolling your eyes over there. I can feel it. You do not need 
to be chugging beers all day to have a good time. Okay, especially if you are a parent, you know you're going to wake up feeling like crap. (laughs) Okay, you know it. You're going to feel much better if you drink water while doing all of the activities. Okay, and plus, plus you have like more calories for the fun foods that people are making. Okay, be the designated driver. And especially like if you're playing on water or near water, it's always good to be sober anyway. I know I'm such a square, but you guys, I'm serious. It it's better to just be sober. <laughs> okay, I will forever be pushing sober life on you guys. I'm slowly gonna brainwash you all into being sober like me. I am coming up on six years sober this year. Wow, I can't believe that. It'll be it'll be on my birthday. We'll be six years sober. Uh, no intention of stopping, by the way. Okay, so now that I've removed alcohol from your fun summer, from your hot girl summer, let's talk about the food portion. So no matter where you are, there's usually going to be like, okay, all the chips, right? Dude, can't my husband is the biggest chip guy. How, he's a He loves a good spicy chip. Um, I'm more of like a cheddar and sour cream girl myself. Um, there's a ton of chips out there and I just feel like chips are one of those things that it's so easy to go ham on. Oh, especially like I'm, I am picturing 4th of July, a sour cream and onion dip with ruffles. That's the only time a plain ruffle is worth eating. Okay. Let's be real. If you, if you are one of those people that eats like a plain Lay's or a plain ruffle without any sort of dip, uh, dude, you gotta get checked. There's something wrong with you're missing a mineral or something to be able to eat a chip that solves you without a dip. I don't know. Right? Anyone else agree with me on that one? Okay. So, wow, I really went in on the chips, didn't I? <laughs> there's more to that. Okay. So, and then there's usually like burgers, hot dogs, maybe chicken wings or like, you know, barbecue chicken or something like that. And then there's usually going to be like pasta salads, potato salads. Uh, I love a good watermelon. Oh. God, watermelon is the best. It is the elite fruit. It is so good. Um, Fruit in general is often a part of the party. And there's usually going to be some sort of fun dessert. Um, The unfortunate thing about summer desserts, at least for me, it's it's unfortunate for me. I love like brownies and milk, chocolate chip cookies and milk. That just isn't a thing for summer desserts. So I, across the board, I'm like "Mm, berry pie. I'm not into like I'll eat it. But it just doesn't excite me the same. Like I can, I can go without it. Okay, so we've kind of gone over it, and then like, as far as drinks go, there's alcohol, there's soda, there's stuff like that. So here's how I want you to approach the food portion. Okay, when picking your food, absolutely, I'm gonna go burger. Okay, why am I gonna go burger? It tends to be much higher protein than a hot dog. Um, I, I I'm a mayonnaise girl. I, and I can't believe anyone is not a mayonnaise girl, but I need mayonnaise. I like probably ketchup and mustard, pickles, lettuce, whatever. Um, I if, there, if bacon and cheese are available, I'm taking that too, okay? I want my burger. I want to be able to eat one burger and be full. If I eat like a plain burger without all of those things, I'm probably going to eat two of them. That's just how I am. That's just who I am as a person. And to be honest, eating a burger, that right there... that like is a meal that like kind of fills me up like I feel pretty good on that now I also like my chips I like my chips on my burger 
if you know you know and if you're not about that life that's fine but here's what I want you to do if you're gonna like indulge in the chips like put some on your plate and then enjoy them but don't like mindlessly go back to the chip bowl over and over and over you get what I'm saying like just I'm and and these are just general tips for like enjoying the barbecue and that kind of stuff and like still reaching your goals and I'm talking about nutrition but we're gonna get to the other stuff here in a minute okay macaroni salad potato salad is it worth it I'm gonna say no that that's just me. I'm not a potato salad girl. I'm not a macaroni salad girl, but let's say you are. How would I enjoy those things while still reaching my goals? I'm going to ditch the bun on the burger. Okay. I'm going to ditch the bun on the burger and I'm going to swap those carbs for one of those. Okay. That would be like how, and this is, we're talking about someone in a weight loss season. Okay. If you're in maintenance mode, whatever, and you're just doing this like once every couple of weeks, whatever, just see what you want. Okay, but if we're in weight loss mode, this is how I would approach it. I'm gonna ditch the bun and I'm gonna um I'm gonna eat the the burger patty with all the fixins, and then I'm just gonna have a little potato salad or a little macaroni salad. But for me personally, if it ain't mac and cheese, I don't want it. I don't want it. It's it's all right, but like my husband is the biggest potato salad fanatic. But like he doesn't he only likes his mom's potato salad which doesn't have anything crunchy in it. He doesn't like the, um, like, no celery, no pickles, no onions. Like, he just literally wants, like, potatoes and mayonnaise, basically. Anyway, to each their own. And then if we're talking about dessert, okay, okay, I just feel like you need to know, because if you've ever made ice cream, it's very eye-opening how much fat and sugar it is. But if you've never made it, it's very easy to, like, not realize how quickly it adds up. Okay, so... I would say don't do ice cream and the pie if you're in a weight loss season, okay? If we're in maintenance season, that's a whole nother story, right? But like I'm going to vote let's not do both plus the potato salad plus the, you know, like all these things. So you can see how it adds up really quick, right? That is my personal opinion. In order to have like a fairly balanced day, that's going to be a ton of fat and a ton of carbs. I would personally... Just go a little whipped cream on a piece of pie, okay? Overall, if you were to do the loaded burger and a piece of pie with a little whipped cream, you're probably looking at like 900 calories for that meal, if I had to like guesstimate, okay? Which is still a significant amount of calories, but if you were to indulge in all of those things, it could very easily be like 1500, 1600, and it's not like you're full. And then if you're also having the beers, you're also having the other stuff, again, you can see how quickly that adds up. So that's my approach. I want you to kind of think about like where you can be more mindful and simply having a plan like that and kind of understanding like what's worth it, what's not. If you want to be real strict, then just grab the meat, just grab the produce, like the the fruits, the watermelons, stuff like that, and, and keep it lean that way. But I also understand that that's not the most realistic approach if you're doing this regularly all summer, right? So, and also like there's that special occasion feeling, right? When it's like 4th of July, it's a party, you want to like, you want to try all the things, you know? So just be mindful, figure out what's actually worth it to you, and understanding that, if you're trying to lose weight, you do need to be somewhat intentional about it, right? Um, we already talked about staying sober. Now, the next part is it's not hard to make this food fit your day, but you do need to try to track. So if you're in hip bodies and you've seen how I track at like potlucks or restaurants and stuff like that. So if you plug, if you have a general guesstimate, 
it's going to be better than not tracking at all and being completely ignorant to it. So if you are, and and again, I just always go back to this. It's if you're in a weight loss season, because unfortunately being in a weight loss season does take some intention. Just try to track what you're eating that day. And that's going to make it so much easier to keep moving in the right direction. And also you're going to see how not worth a potato salad is if you track. You'll be like, damn, I've been wasting so many calories on potato salad my whole life and it's just not that good. It's just not that good. Okay, next is stay active. Okay, so when we're talking about summer activities, are you a lazy bump on a log who's like laying around, smashing alcohol, eating all the food and like not moving? Because... If so, we don't want to be that girl. We're going to enter our active girl era, okay? We're going to enter life of the party. I'm, that's what I want for us. So this summer, I want you to be like a yes girl, okay? I want you to be, try water skiing if someone offers it to you. Why can't, oh, wakeboarding. Maybe wakeboarding off of the back of someone's boat. I'm going to be real. I'm not going to do that here. We got alligators. And I know, I know they're probably like not where I would go wakeboarding, they're in that water. I've seen them and I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm just, I'm not getting in that water. It's not for me anyway, but I want it for you. So wakeboard, water ski. Let's see what else. Uh, What's that thing? Oh, skim. So I live by the ocean, right? So skimboarding, I'm going to tell you what I love doing. I am such a child. I love digging for sand crabs. I don't know what it is. It's like I, the, the waves come in, then they come out and you see the little bubbles and you dig and you have a handful of sand and the little crab just tickles your fingers and then you find it and then you put it back. And it's just fun. I could do it all day over and over and over. I am a literal two-year-old. Like I don't know anyone grown adult who loves doing this as much as me, but I could just do it all day. Build some sand castles, uh, dig a really big hole for no reason, but be sure to fill it, especially if you are at the beach. I don't know if you know this, but if you dig a really big hole, I'm all about it. That's so fun. It's so active, but you have to refill it because like turtles, when they like come in to like nest their egg, they could get stuck down in that hole and they could, they could not make it out. Okay. And, or if somebody's walking along the beach and it's not very light out yet, maybe the sun is like still rising or they're just doing like a nighttime beach walk, they could also fall in that hole. So don't do that. If you dig a big hole, you need to refill it after you're done. Okay. Be active. What are some other things you could do to stay active? So let's say, so my mom, she does a really big 4th of July party every year and she rents one of those big blow up water slides. Like we're talking like 20 feet tall, so fun. I didn't get to do it last year because I was pregnant. So I'm excited to be able to do it this year, but like be the, be the grown up that goes on the water slide, like be the one jumping in the pool over and over. Like, do you, do you see the like life of the party? Okay. Get on the dance floor, have a good time, be active. And then let's move on to the next portion of being active. Don't give up your exercise routine. Okay. So with hip bodies, we do home workouts. It's like 30, 40 minutes. You can totally squeeze that in the beginning of your day. Even if you have a crazy day full of activities for the summer with the kids. Okay. No matter what, you can always squeeze a quick lift sesh in. And if you're like, Oh, Chelsea, I don't know what to do. I'm not in hip bodies. I can't make it work right now. Okay. That's fine. Let me give you like three exercises to do deadlifts, squats, push-ups. Ideally pull-ups and rows or like pull-ups and shoulder press as well. But like those right there, if you do those like three, four sets of each 
really push yourself on weight, get stronger and stronger with each with each workout, and you just do those on repeat, I'm telling you, you're going to see like crazy results, okay? And honestly, it won't take you that long either, okay? Those are like the big ones. And so continue to do your exercise and drink water. Like, good Lord. You guys, I'm so guilty of it this morning when I was working out. I got so dizzy over and over because I didn't eat breakfast before I worked out and I didn't drink any water. I just had way too much coffee and yeah, I felt it. Like you're going to feel better and you're going to feel like doing more things if you drink flipping water. Okay. So rather than reaching for the beer, rather than reaching for the soda, grab some water. Okay. And if you're one of those people who's like, I just don't like the taste of water. Okay, so there's a whole corner of TikTok. It's called Water Talk. And it is women, grown women, who fill up their 40-ounce Stanley cups with insane Dollar Tree concoctions of like... Now, I'm, I'm going to say I don't recommend this, but I'm, we're just going to go in on my opinion on it, okay? Because I feel like it could be fun. The, we're talking like uh, they have Skittles flavored water. Uh, what else have I seen? There's like an orange crush. There's all sorts of these like little packets and they like mix them and they make all these crazy water concoctions. Is this the healthiest way to drink your water? Hard no. Hard no. Did I do it for like a solid year and a half? Yes. I was a crystal light girl when I first got into my fitness journey because plain water didn't taste that good to me. Okay. So if that's where you're at, then get on water talk and get some inspo and fill up your Stanley cup with something fun like that. And if that gets you to drink water, I'm here for it. Do I, do I think it's the healthiest? No. And also for me, I'm just going to tell you, I, this is like, this episode is TMI. TM, but like, also there is no such thing as TMI for me. Give me all the tea. Okay. But like back then, I feel like because of all the artificial sweeteners I had in my diet, I was just scissor farting all over the place. Like I just, it did not smell good. Okay. It was not cute. I was single. It's okay. But like that is a side effect of that kind of stuff. So I'm just also telling you that, but like it's summer, you're going to be outside. It's fine. Okay. The last thing for enjoying your summer while crushing your fitness goals is to plan ahead. Is it that hard to pack some meat sticks and like bring some fruit and some veggies? And ooh, speaking of veggies, be the one who volunteers to make to bring the veggie tray. Okay. Pack your favorite veggies on there and you can make a dip with Greek yogurt that is so high protein and so yummy. So just literally just Google like Greek yogurt dip. Okay, and you're gonna find so much inspiration on there, and it's so tasty. It, to be honest, I like it better than regular ranch. I think it's like thicker, it's creamier, it's so yummy. So that is my recommendation: plan ahead and like volunteer to bring something. Don't be a freeloader, okay? Bring enough for everyone, and just make sure that you have a plan to some degree. Don't just totally wing it. And kind of on that note, I also want to remind you because sometimes we forget this: you're gonna be okay if you skip a meal. I I don't know about you, but like I need that reminder sometimes. I'm not the girl that's like, oh, I forgot to eat. Okay. So if you're that girl, like maybe don't take this advice. But if you're like me and you're like, I love food and can't wait for my next meal and love like just overindulging period. Like that's my personality. So like sometimes I need that reminder. Like it's going to be okay if I like don't even have lunch. Like there's 
nothing remotely healthy available, my options are to indulge in something terrible for me or could I maybe skip lunch and be okay? Like I had a pretty good breakfast. Like I'm going to, I'm going to survive. I don't know. Sometimes you have to remind yourself of that. Am I the only one? I know that's like maybe controversial advice, but sometimes I just like, I need that reminder. Okay. All right, let's move on. Let's move on to the next portion of the podcast. And that's where I tell you what we are doing inside Hip Bodies this week. So we have drop set demolition. Ooh, this is so fun. So for drop set demolition week, we are doing, as it sounds, a drop set. And if you don't know what that is, so imagine you're at the gym with a workout buddy, okay? And you have pretty heavy weight and you're doing squats and you're on like number five and you're like, I barely got it up. But your workout buddy is right behind you and says, okay, come on, get two more. And they put their arms right underneath you so they can help you stand up and you can squeeze out two more. I mean, there is nothing like that. Okay. Like if, if I'm your trainer, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm like right up behind, I am going to push you to the end. So how do we do that at home without a workout buddy? Drop sets, baby. Okay. So what we do is we push ourselves the first portion, you go heaviest and then you drop the weight and go lighter. Okay. And what that does is it pushes a little bit more out of that set than you were initially able to do. Because normally you would just grab that heavier weight, right? And stop when you can't do anymore. But we're able to just mm, try to get a little bit more. And that's going to improve your strength, improve your endurance, and just get a little bit more out of that set. So that is what we're doing this week. Drop set demolition along with little splashes of cardio in there. It's super, super fun. The next one, something I'm killing it at lately, I'm very pleased to announce, I put away my laundry. You guys, and I don't care if you're over there rolling your eyes, like Chelsea, it ain't cute how messy you are. Chelsea, you need to grow up and put away your laundry. That's fine. If you think that way, you have no idea how hard this is for me. I, it is so hard. I put away all my laundry. My closet looks amazing amazing. I am setting the intention to wash, dry, and put away all of my laundry today. Oh, that's so hard to say, but like, I don't have that big of a load. Like I really feel like I could do it today. Okay. I really do feel like I could do it today. So that is on my to-do list and I'm going to set the intention to try to do my laundry twice a week and put it away so it's never an overwhelming amount. That's what we got to get to, guys. So that's something I'm killing it out lately, and I'm going to try to continue killing it at. (laughs) Meals I am loving this week. So I can't believe I've waited so long to talk about this, but we are a week into the squeaky clean keto, and let's talk about it. So I ended up, okay, all week... I was due, I was overdue for my period, right? Like, I think I was like, we're talking like a week and a half late, two weeks late, something crazy like that. Right. So I feel like because of that, my body retained a lot of water. Like I felt really bloated and I'm going to be honest. I've never ate so effing healthy in my entire life. And the scale was not moving. And I, yes, I'm a trainer. I know that's not the scale is on everything, blah, blah, blah. But if I would be lying, if I said I wasn't annoyed, I'm like, um, I'm expecting this weight to like literally fall off my body. 
like just effortlessly because I am eating so effing healthy and it's not. So I was feeling frustrated. Um, Saturday, obviously the, that was the day, you know, we're good. Um, I decided I woke up Saturday morning and I was like, you know what? I would like to just have, we need a redo of the eggs Benedict. If you listened to last week, then you understand. And we did it. We went to eternal sunshine and I got my eggs Benedict it was everything I could have asked for. And then Saturday night, I had a little TikTok fun. So have you ever heard of the Pub Sub? Publix is like really popular in Florida, but we have one right down the street from us. And I've heard they're known for their subs. They call them Pub Subs. I've tried a couple Publix sandwiches and they were pretty good, but I didn't know the secret was a chicken tender sandwich. Dude, they load this thing up. So I got a buffalo chicken. You know how I feel about buffalo chicken, okay? A buffalo chicken pub sub. And it was everything. And it was I only got a half a one because they didn't have enough chicken tenders on hand to do a full one. But I was like, that's fine. I was so full off of that one. So that's all I ate that day was like eggs benedict and that. And I was like so satisfied off of that. And I actually woke up lighter the next day. Probably because I started my period you know, but anyway, I just wanted to like be real about that. And then, okay. So back to the squeaky clean keto that I was doing all week. It was so challenging. I'm not going to lie to you. This is hard. Were the meals amazing? Mm, No, no. I haven't had a meal where I'm like, Ooh, this is a slam dunk recipe. I'm going to make this no matter what. Like all of the meals have been fine, but I think that's, yeah, I was just feeling by the end of the week a little bit burnt out on it. So I'm going to keep going. I made the executive decision this weekend to include sweeteners. So squeaky clean keto is keto with no, no sweeteners, no nuts and no dairy. So we're keeping no nuts and no dairy, but we have brought in sweeteners. So I made a batch of this chocolate pudding It's made out of 10 hard-boiled eggs, a can of coconut milk, cocoa powder, and then sweetener. And you guys, it's the best freaking recipe in the world. Search Maria Emmerich hard-boiled egg pudding if you want the recipe. She has it online. You have to refrigerate it. Do not eat it fresh from the blender. You got to like blend it up, get it super, super, super smooth, and then put it in the fridge. I also put in a little bit more sweetener than what her recipe calls for. That's just me. Anyway, it is 10 out of 10 amazing. It satisfies my sweet tooth and it adds so much protein to my diet because that's the thing that I noticed this week is I feel like I didn't have as much protein in my diet because normally I do like my Fairlife protein shakes and stuff like that. So that was like, yeah, that was where I felt like, eh. Now, I, the whole point of this little section of the podcast was what is the meal I'm loving this week? I wish that I had a recipe from this where I was like, oh my gosh, this is so freaking good. But the truth is I've been going back to the Maria Emmerich 30 day ketogenic cleanse cookbook a little bit more and doing some of those. And that chocolate pudding is so freaking good. Like that one is going to save my butt. It's like so nice to have on hand. As soon as that is empty, I'm redoing it and I'm making another batch. Like I will not, not have that on hand. It is so effing good. 10 out of 10, you got to try it. Even people who are not keto, they have a bite of that and they're like, this is the best pudding ever. It's so creamy. You would never guess it is dairy-free and freaking made out of hard-boiled eggs, okay? 
So yeah, that, that is what we're doing. And I do want to say too, so Saturday I had like my little whatever meals, right? And I got back on track Sunday morning. I woke up Sunday morning with definitely the mood of like, ugh, I don't want to eat healthy again. Like I just want to like eat whatever I want. But why did I get back on track? The truth is I have a diet bet weigh in on April 25th. Okay. And I have more weight than I'd like to admit that I still have to lose to reach that goal. So I have to at least give it my best shot because I have $130 riding on it. This is what I call layers of accountability. Yes, it's nice to have someone checking up on you. Very easy to ignore them. Very easy to ghost them. But when you have like an uncomfortable amount of money that you would lose, if you don't at least try to get to the finish line, it's going to keep you on track to some degree. So I freaking love my diet bets, you guys. I'm I'm the diet bet girl, okay? I, I get it. I'm here for it. If you have a significant amount of weight to lose, highly recommend signing up for them, especially the transformer ones. That's where you, it's like six months long. It's, it's great. I talked about it in previous episodes. I'll leave it at that. Okay. So workout wins this week. I hit three pull-ups. That's exciting. So I'm trying to hit five by my birthday, May 27th. So I have a month and 10 days to get two more pull-ups. I would honestly, my original goal was just to be able to do one by my birthday. So the fact that I'm already doing three, I'm pretty damn excited, but I'm going to keep pushing. I'm going to try to get to five. So I will keep you guys posted And the next one is something I'm obsessed with right now. Okay, I saw it on TikTok. (laughs) It is so smart and I'm totally going to do it. So, okay, my gardening past is not great. Okay, but I, I feel like I'm, you know, every year you learn more and more and more. This year, I'm not going for the outdoor garden. I'm not doing it. But I found this page where she does indoor gardening. The most success I've had was with indoor gardening. And I think it's because you don't have the the pests and the things that like just screw up your effing garden, right? Like you have more control over the soil. You can control the light to some degree. So I'm going to invest in like a grow light. And I saw this girl do a wall garden. So she has this, I'm, so I can't remember exactly what it looked like, but I'm going to tell you like what I'm going to do. So imagine like two long like towel rods across a wall. And then you have little like shower hooks and then little buckets. And inside the bucket is a solo cup with a hole in it for drainage. So it's draining into that little bucket that you have hanging there. And you have various herbs. And then below that, so you have all those on the wall, maybe like two rows of those or something like that, right? And you can easily take out the cup to water it and then put it back in, but it'll still have that like space for drainage or whatever. So we're talking like I'm going to have cilantro there. I'm going to have rosemary no I have actually I have tons of rosemary in my backyard I want I want cilantro I want basil I want parsley I don't know what else and then below that she so this girl all she does is indoor gardening so below that she has bigger pots with like um tomatoes and peppers so the main things that I want to grow is cherry tomatoes because like duh so yum and bell peppers also yum. Now, bell peppers, honestly, they're pretty affordable to buy, you know, but, but I feel, also feel like they're pretty easy to grow. So I don't know. I'm, I, we'll see. We'll see. I'm probably going to try to grow them. And then what else was I thinking? Oh, how nice would it be to have like 
to have fresh berries. Those can go a little bit crazy though. Like a like I growing up in Washington, like blackberry bushes, they're nuts. Okay, they're a weed. They're crazy. They're like they overtake everything they are near so i don't know if that's really an indoor thing maybe i should just like throw some blackberry seeds out there in the garden and see what happens so but one thing i've been doing is i've been this is like my new way i compost i just dig a hole in my garden bed i dump my composting materials and i cover it back up and it composts way faster i've been like digging it up and i'm like not seeing it and i'm like I don't think that like raccoons are getting it because like I'm not seeing any holes or anything. I really just feel like it's breaking down way faster doing it that way because I have a big like rotating composting thing and this is like working so much better. So my plan is to include the compost in my little like cups and in my pots for my indoor garden. So I'm going to basically be doing my composting outside and then I'm just going to do a little bit of indoor gardening. And that's my vision right now. If you're like, Chelsea, you should look at hydroponics or aeroponics. I have, I tried it. It's very expensive and like, I'm, I don't know. It's not for me. It's not for me. Okay. So the last section is unpopular opinions. Why do chain restaurants get a bad rap? Like, why are people so against chain restaurants coming to their hometown? I get it. I love a good mom and pop restaurant just as much as the next one. All my first jobs were at mom and pop restaurants. Like, yes, but there is something about the dependability of an olive garden, a cheesecake factory. Some of these big chains, like, the food is not bad. It's like dependably good every time. Like no matter where you go, you can order like your thing and it's going to taste like pretty much the same. I like it. I'm, I'm, I have no issues with a chain restaurant. You want to know where my husband and I, like if we are on a very specific part of town, we love a good red Robin date. Oh my gosh. Like, okay. A bottomless fries and a dependably good burger. What's your burger order? I'm going to tell you mine. Look, okay. Let me see if you can guess. It's a classic. It's a classic. It's the Royal. The Royal Red Robin Burger. Give me an over easy fried egg, some bacon. Oh, and you know I got a side of campfire sauce. If you don't get side of campfire sauce at Red Robin, you're crazy. You're crazy. I also, I also, if I go there, I love the Whiskey River Barbecue Chicken Wrap. Can't go wrong with that. But, but the bottomless fries. Like, there's so many wonderful things about a Red Robin experience. And it's like, it's so comforting. So growing up, Red Robin was very, it was right next to the local uh, football field. So like after football games, like in high school and stuff, Red Robin was a really popular place to go. The other popular place to go, it kind of depended on what high school you went to, was Applebee's. I can get down with a Applebee's happy hour, baby. Oh my gosh, half off boneless buffalo chicken uh but bleh, boneless buffalo chicken with wings why why was that word not coming to me um there's nothing wings about a boneless buffalo you know what i mean it's just like a chicken nugget but you guys i love it and also can i be honest about that for a second i like boneless better now when i'm like i try to like i get it it's like you know breaded and it's you it's not as good for you but Gosh, it's easier to eat. You can like eat it with a fork without getting your hands all messy. Okay, anyway, back to the chain restaurants. There are some of my favorite meals are from chain restaurants. Old Spaghetti Factory, Melissa. 
she just sent me a picture. She went there for her birthday. Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. I went there for like every birthday growing up. I freaking love Old Spaghetti Factory. If you've never been and you have one near you, you should get... And, and don't overthink this. Just get it. So you get the salad with cream up, creamy pesto dressing. Obviously, just smash the bread. Just eat the bread. And then your spaghetti, you need to get half mazithra and half clam sauce. That is the best combination you could possibly get. And just kind of like mix it all together. It's going to be so freaking good. You're, you're welcome for that. And then you get the free ice cream. So enjoy some spumoni. It's the best it's such a good deal it's so good they have raised their prices over the years so it's not as good of a deal as it used to be like growing up I feel like we went there for every birthday because it was cheap I don't know but it was so good (laughs) it was so freaking good okay anyway moving on moving on Chelsea back back to business here um yeah I just love chain restaurants I love it I I love chain restaurants and I think that might be kind of an unpopular opinion I have some love for some mom and pop places I do I do, but I don't think people should be such haters of the big chains either. But like, okay, on that note, okay, we have this like big, big Wilmington community group. This group was started on Facebook specifically for like one of our big hurricanes. I think it was like Hurricane Michael, like before I even moved here. And the group has just like stuck around and it's like all of the things now it's like, oh, I need a contractor for this. Who do you recommend? I need a, I'm moving to the area. What do you, you know, all those kinds of things. Right. And I tell you what, every couple weeks you're going to get someone like, I am thinking of opening a restaurant. What do you think we still need here? Like I'm going to open a business. What do we still need here? Right. And I cannot tell you, there's always someone there. So we have so many transplants here from New York that are like, we need a good Jewish deli. Okay. So there's that common request from the New Yorkers. Um, they, oh, we don't have any good pizza. These are always New Yorkers. We don't have any good pizza here. We need a good bagel place. We need this. And I'm like, okay, don't, this is like part two of my unpopular opinion. So I moved to Wilmington, North Carolina, and there are things that are not here that are in my hometown. And you know what I do? I don't try to change Wilmington to make it like Seattle. You know what I mean? I'm not like, bring in the teriyaki restaurants and bring, you know, I'm not trying, like, yeah, it would be nice to have like a good teriyaki restaurant. There's like one that's okay, but like, it's not very consistent. You know, do you get what I'm saying? Like, don't try to make where you move like where you left. If you want the bagel places, the pizza, the Jewish jellies, all that stuff, then go to where those things are. That's what makes New York special, right? And like Seattle style teriyaki, that is what makes, that's one of, I had no idea it was so special, but it's like, it's part of what makes Seattle so special. Um, And so what I do is I just learn how to make those things. And I'm gonna tell you right now, if you go to Montana, you know what you will not find is good Mexican food. So definitely learn how to make good Mexican food because like I feel like Mexican food you don't realize how good wherever you grew up you probably have this like vision of how like a Mexican restaurant makes your Mexican food and then you move away and it's kind of different and you miss that so like growing up in Washington Azteca Mexican food was it and I feel like it's not the same anywhere I go so like I just you you just have to learn how to make it you just have to like learn how to cook right that's and that is what I personally recommend to all the like northeasterners trying to move here and change Wilmington I personally I'm gonna embrace this coastal southern living and eat at the fine establishments that are available to me 
and some of them are chain restaurants, okay? And I can get down with a good Panda Express. <laughs> we we got Panda Express. We got Olive Garden. We got Chipotle. We got some chains, right? We got some dependable. We got Red Robin. You know I'm happy with that. Okay, anyway, those are my unpopular opinions. Once again, I always end up on a rant with those. So, you guys, I want to wrap this up by letting you know that I did record this video that kind of has like my three secrets for a tighter waistline and a bigger booty without like feeling crazy restricted. Okay. So if you want to check that out, it's a pretty short video and there's no strings attached. Okay. So just go to hipbodies.com and I'm going to put this in the show notes, hipbodies.com slash three secrets. Okay. So check that out. And I'm just making sure that's the right page. Hold on. Yep, it is. Okay. So hipbodies.com slash three secrets. I can't wait to talk to you next week. I love you. Have a wonderful week.